0: From the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery, I'm Josh Young, and this is As Seen From Here. In today's podcast, the pressure head.
1: The translaminal carbosa pressure difference was significantly higher in the normal tension glaucoma group and higher in the high tension glaucoma group than in the control group. First this.
0: The Seen From Here reaches ophthalmologists in 98 countries, transfers more than half a terabit of podcasts every month, but the potential audience is much larger. Please tell your colleagues about this free resource flattening the ophthalmic world. And while you're at it, let your residents and fellows know about Open Ophthalmology, a free basic science video podcast already a force in ophthalmic education with 1,800 viewers watching 6,000 video lectures every month. Information wants to be free. Help me give it away. What if we had it all wrong? The glaucoma specialists make a point of defining glaucoma without reference to intraocular pressure. But you know that intraocular pressure is central to glaucoma management. But what if they were literally correct? And IOP, in any absolute sense, really doesn't matter. Two years ago, John Burdahl spoke to us about his retrospective study showing decreased CSF pressure in patients with open angle glaucoma. Today's guest, Ningli Wang, takes the next logical step, demonstrating in a prospective study that it is the difference between intraocular pressure and CSF pressure that correlates with glaucoma. We can think of this as the translaminal cribrosa pressure head. But this is surely an oversimplification. First of all, we measure CSF pressure with the patient recumbent and IOP with the patient sitting. More importantly, it is likely that the relationship between CSF pressure on lumbar puncture and that of intraorbital CSF pressure is a complex one. Nonetheless, the correlations that Dr. Wang has published are fascinating and sure to spur on further work. Dr. Wang, welcome to A Scene From Here. What mechanisms have been proposed to explain the pathogenesis of normal tension glaucoma?
1: For the normal tension glaucoma, so usually we think the intraocular pressure is normal. This is talked about the, in the population-based distribution, the IOP is normal. But actually, there is some damages for the normal tension glaucoma from the ocular pressures. What causes the damage? This is uh, until now, we don't know. But from our study, we found the normal tension glaucoma patients have uh, lower intracranial pressures. That can cause increased translaminal proboscis pressure difference this really cause the damage of the optic nerves in the normal tension glaucoma. This is what we proposed from our study.
0: What is the relationship between blood pressure and normal tension glaucoma?
1: Some studies uh, to demonstrate that the normal tension glaucoma usually have a lower <coughs> blood pressures, especially the lower arterial. Uh, blood pressures, but we haven't any direct uh, evidence to support the blood perfusions. It really contributed to the damage of the optic nerves in the normal tension glaucoma. There is maybe some correlations between the blood pressures and ocular pressures. But we uh, maybe we uh, we can have uh, further discussions in the another issue. I will continue to talk about the relations between the o- uh, blood pressures and the ocular pressures.
0: Is there any difference in appearance between the glaucomatous optic neuropathy seen in normal tension glaucoma and that seen in high-pressure glaucoma?
1: Well, there's uh, so many... Uh, publications well, and some studies want to uh, give us uh, evidence there is a difference appearance of the optical nerves damages between the normal tension glaucoma and uh, higher tension glaucoma but unfortunately we uh, haven't any direct and strong evidence to show us there is really have the Difference, uh, the appearance difference, be, uh, of of the damage of the optic uh, optic nerves between the normal tension glaucoma and the high tension, uh, glaucoma.
0: How might low CSF pressure result in glaucomous optic neuropathy?
1: So this I mentioned before, because you know the. If the patients have the lower intracranial pressure, that means the cerebral spinal fluid pressure, that can cause, the, that can increase the translamine acrobosis pressure difference. In this way, cause the mechanical damages on the optical nerves.
0: Prior to your study, was there any evidence linking CSF pressure to glaucoma?
1: Yes. There are yeah, several publications. Some publications give us a hypothesis, and uh, some studies give us clues for these kind of studies. Just like uh, last year, there are one publication on the ophthalmology that is uh, clinical retrospective studies. Yeah, that should get the same result. The so normal tension glaucoma and higher uh, tension glaucomas have the uh, have the higher uh, translamina choroidal pressure difference, and also there are some studies uh, by use the mathematics uh, analysis uh, strategies to give us some, some evidence about that. And also, Robert Rich, the famous doctor, the coma specialist, also have, uh, have some publications mentioned the possibility of the optical nerve damage caused by the lower, as uh, the higher translamina, cremosis, pressure difference.
0: Dr. Wang, can I have you describe the design of your study?
1: So, uh, someone uh, mentioned our study is a prospective intervention pilot study. It's not really. Our study is a prospective observational pilot study. We haven't any intervention. We just do the observation. So, we have to change it to the prospective observational pilot study.
0: What were your results?
1: Also oh, for the results actually the the data, the things we uh, published on the, our papers. Here I will give you a little bit of summary about that. The lumbar CSF means the serospinal fluid pressure was significantly Lower in the normal tension glaucoma group than the, in the higher tension uh, glaucoma groups, and also it is higher than the control groups. And the translaminal globosa pressure difference was significantly higher in the normal tension glaucoma group and uh, higher in the high tension glaucoma groups. Than In the control groups. And the extent of the glaucoma tube vision field damage was negative, correlated with the height of the CSF in the cerebral spinal fluid pressures, and positively with the translaminal crobosa pressures difference. Uh, In the control group, the CSF the cerebral spinal fluid pressure was significantly correlated with uh, both systolic, uh, systolic blood pressures uh, and uh, intraocular pressure. The translamina crubosa pressure difference was not significantly associated with uh, blood pressure. These are our results.
0: As you say, you found that visual field loss was correlated with increased intraocular pressure and decreased CSF pressure. I found it interesting that the strongest correlation you found was between visual field loss and the translaminal pressure difference.
1: Yes, it's true. It suggests that also, according to the prior uh, hypothesis proposed by the other, other doctors, So the translaminar pressure difference may be the more important factors than the intraocular pressures alone. or the cerebral spinal fluid pressure alone for the pathogenesis of the glaucomatous optic nerve damage.
0: In the context of your multivariate analysis, what happened when you looked at intraocular pressure and CSF pressure
1: controlling for the translaminal pressure difference? Yeah. In the multivariate analysis, it was only the translaminal pressure difference and uh, no longer the intraocular pressure or so cerebral spinal fluid pressure, which was significantly associated with the glaucoma tooth damage. In that analysis, the glaucoma damage was the dependent parameters and the intraocular pressure, the cerebral spinal fluid pressures and the translaminal pressures difference were the independent parameters.
0: I just want to repeat what you just said because it's a profoundly interesting point that when you controlled for the translaminal pressure difference, that intraocular pressure at that point, was no longer an independent variable; that it dropped out of the equation.
1: Yes, this is another uh, interesting find: the blood pressures, IOP, and the uh, glaucomatous damages is uh, correlated with each other.
0: Did any parameters correlate with CSF pressure?
1: It is suggested that the pressures of the all the three fluid filling uh, the compartment, uh, for example, the blood systems, the brain systems, and the ocular systems, is correlated with each other. It is the highest in the blood system, which may therefore be a uh, driving force for the two other systems.
0: Do we know whether CSF pressure on lumbar puncture reflects the actual CSF pressure around the optic nerve in the orbit?
1: Not really. Uh, the, so, for this is a very uh, critical, uh, challenging question. When we submitted our uh, paper to the, some journals, also the some reviewers ask asked the, the same questions. But we uh, get some reference from the, the from the some publications mentioned in the normal read, just like the from the uh, five to the ten millimeter scene, In this re, uh, uh, region, there is a, have a very good correlations between the pressures behind the eye and the spinal. But uh, if beyond this, is lower than the five millimeter microscopes or the higher than the 20s. Maybe uh, the correlations, uh, correlations between the the pressures uh, behind the eye, the spinal, is not correlated to each other.
0: When we talk about pressure heads, like the translaminal pressure head, do we need to take into consideration the fact that we measure CSF pressure with the patient recumbent and intraocular pressure with the patient sitting up?
1: Or oh, you mean so on the posture, the patient's posture, the influence from the patient's, patient's posture? Yeah, uh, definitely there is an influence because we have some publications uh, to, to tell us there is some difference when the satin, in the sitting position, we are uh, take the measurement of the intraocular pressure and the supine. Uh, 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 it is quite different. Maybe there is a three to five uh, millimeter microscopy. So, concerned this influence, we, uh, we take the same standard procedures for the normal tension glaucoma and the high tension glaucoma and the control. So we use the same procedures for the measurement, the intraocular pressures and the CSF pressures. So we can balance the influence from the postures. So very good suggestions. We also think about the the influence.
0: Have these findings changed the way that you practice? For example, do you avoid systemic carbonic anhydrase inhibitors?
1: Yes, good. Yeah. So right now, we, uh, when we found the normal tension glaucoma, even the glaucoma, the uh, intraocular pressure is beyond normal. I will give the patients some suggestions. If you have some systemic disease, if the doctors ask you to use some systemic carbonic dry uh, uh, a hydrosis inhibitors or some kind of medicines influence the intracranial pressures to tell the doctor you are the glaucoma it can increase the risk of the damage of the optical nerve yeah we give the patients the suggestion and in our practice we uh, avoid to use this kind of a systemic uh, drugs for our patients. I'm the, for for this publication, I'm the co-respondent, also the first author right now is uh, uh, sitting by side of me, I would like to ask the first author to talk a little bit to you. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, I'm also very honored to be here and discuss with you about our manuscript. And uh, I would like to uh, thank my PhD supervisor, pro- Professor Wang Li's direction, and also the uh, patient and the families of the study uh, support us to do the very uh, worthwhile and interesting research.
0: Dr. Wang, thank you so much. That's good to talk to you. Ning Li Wang is professor of ophthalmology and chief ophthalmologist and vice president of the Beijing Tongren Hospital. He's director of the Beijing Tongren Eye Center and president of the School of Ophthalmology in the Capital Medical University and director of visual science laboratory in the School of Ophthalmology at the Capital Medical University in Beijing, China. His paper, Cerebrospinal Fluid Pressure in Glaucoma, a Prospective Study, appears in the February 2010 issue of Ophthalmology. Ask questions of Dr. Wang or any of our previous guests, or make a comment about any of the topics we've discussed. These interviews are meant to be the start of a conversation in which you participate write to me with your questions or comments at jyoungmd at gmail.com. As seen from here is a production of the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Be a part of the next podcast. I'm Josh Young.